like so for example with my kids right i'll ask them you know because they'll they'll automatically say like, oh, i love you dad so i'll ask them what does that mean to you because i want to know what that means to them when I they want say some money <laughs> <laughs> you know but still like you know are they taught like what that actually means or is it just a feeling to them like, you know, I just love Welcome back. Episode two, Cup Check Podcast. This is where buddies get together to discuss a variety of topics, including sports, relationships, culture, current events, and all things entertaining. Nothing's off limits. And these guys who have been friends for 20 years or something like friends rarely agree on anything. So we're back. Welcome, fellas. Hi. Hello. Good afternoon. New uh, new setting for today. You know, new... new uh, yeah new space i like it hopefully uh it's very wholesome <laughs> hopefully it'll work out it'll sound all right uh but yeah we're back in here for episode numero dos um how's everybody doing how's your week yeah i'm great i didn't i stopped answering the phone calls about my warranty being expired oh, man, I love those so, <laughs> yeah I love life people. is good you answer those i answered them twice i answer them and start messing with them yeah, me too. i'll be like which car are you yeah. guys calling about the car on your on your account? The car You mean the Lambo? Which one? Which one? <laughs> yeah. They're just doing That's their fun. job, you know. Are they? Scamming people? They just answer the phone or don't. You know. What y'all got in y'all cups today, man? Well, some of y'all don't got cups. We got some uh some cans. My cup has a lot of ands on it. So I'm gonna say a lot of and 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 like run on sentences? Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna keep going. And then yeah. pineapple cart, it's beer. Right. Mango still, cart. Still drunk. Yeah, I had a good time last night. Yeah, great time. Yeah, had our 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 eleventh gala. Uh, it was fun. Good times. Yeah, I got some uh, pineapple margarita here in my my Raiders cup. Raiders. Playing the Chiefs today. Raiders. <laughs> Hope we don't take a L. Right. We probably will though. This is recorded before that game, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we will. Feeling see. Feeling good. We'll see what happens after. Um, but yeah, that's perfect. We, we're, our, our first topic of the day is actually regarding uh, somewhat about football. So in the news this past week, we had uh, Aaron Rodgers in the news. And, uh, you know, him saying that he was immunized and uh, then coming out that he was not vaccinated and he had COVID. And, uh, you know, everybody's giving him a hard time about it. But there's a distinct difference and what we've been noticing between how Aaron Rodgers is being treated uh, versus Kyrie Irving, like we talked about last time. So, mm-hmm. you know, do you guys think people or the media is giving them the same energy? It's an easy one. No, not at all. I mean, you think about the way Kyrie was crucified. He did some things that, you know, you probably don't agree with or the way he handled it, but it's definitely not the same energy. Like somebody like Stephen A, who was just like saying Kyrie should retire. He's saying he should be out the league. It's just like, come on, man. And then Jay Will calls him out. I think it was on first take where he says, you know, it's fine. They're both making their own decisions. But Aaron Rodgers basically lied about it. Or he, he according to him, he didn't lie about it. He said he's immunized. But, you know, go figure. So, yeah, there, it looks like there's a bit of a double standard there, clearly. He took my whole point. Uh, <laughs> nah, no, nah, I mean, I agree. It's it's literally one of those situations where, again, like, he lied. 
That's all it is. He lied, and then he got like a silly fifteen thousand dollar fine for lying. And he wouldn't have. He would have got away with it if he didn't catch COVID. So the whole season, he would have played under his own rule, his own little self-imposed whatever you want to call it. And to me, I'm like, all right, if it was anybody else, not Aaron Rodgers, or in this case, somebody like that, or Tom Brady, they would have been, you know, suspended for games. He only got a fifteen dollar fine, fifty thousand dollar fine, slap on the hand, and that was it. Right. For him, that's nothing. That's nothing. And he's playing today. It's like. All right. Is he playing today? Yeah, he's playing today. <laughs> Literally. Hilarious. It's crazy. It's just like, <laughs> you know, and everybody's, you know, Kyrie, Kyrie's Kyrie, but at least he came out out front and said, look, I'm not doing it for my, my reasons, whatever the case right. may be. Rogers lied about it. To me, it's just like, yo, who you like? And he thinks he's trying to outsmart everybody. And it's just like, oh, oh he did get us. Oh, I found, he found a loophole. Let's just wipe it under the rug. Like the NFL does with a lot of stuff. So yeah, he's, yeah, he's a I, jerk. I mean, the worst part of Hell of a player. <laughs> what a jerk. The worst part about it is I think they were showing like a, a contrast like with C.D. Lamb and he he had like an untucked jersey or something and he got fined $20,000. <laughs> so it's like, what are we doing here? Like, what, what, what is the deal? You know, I think my, my point is that he is playing today. Like Kyrie's still not able to play, right? You know, so is it a black versus white thing? Is it an NBA versus NFL thing? Um, you know, what is it? You know, and then, okay, so I'm reading. I have it pulled up here. So even if you are vaccinated or unvaccinated, you still have to do the same, um, let's say, players must isolate for 10 days and test negative in order to return if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated. What's the point? Like, if I'm vaccinated or unvaccinated, I still have to follow the same protocols to mm -hmm. come back to work. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm really trying to understand, you know, the, the reasoning behind doing this. I mean, I understand, you know, they say, oh, it's supposed to prevent this or help this or lessen this or whatnot. Right. But it seems like you get it and you're still following the same protocols. So, you know, so, you know, so I guess Aaron Rodgers broke his silence this week. Right. He said, I'm not some sort of anti-vax flat earther. I believe strongly in bodily autonomy and the ability to make choices for your body. Quote, unquote. Was no, that, no, he was said that a shot at Kyrie, though. He's a flat earther. Yeah, that definitely was, was a shot, shot at Kyrie. So <laughs> yeah, he's throwing shade at Kyrie <laughs> for his stance. And he's still like he's 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 funny to me. Like, yeah. but it's sad because he's literally playing the NFL and he's been doing this for like the whole year and he's getting away with it. And it's just like. Because he's Aaron Rodgers and he's damn good at his job. And he even said, he's like, at the end of that, that direct quote, he was like, I just want to get back to doing what I do, play ball. I'm not anything else. I don't do anything else. I'm not, you know, this, this, and that. I just want to play ball. And it feels like, and it feels like okay, yes. play ball. Yeah. Yes, come, come play. That's, come that's the cold thing, man, because Kyrie still can't play. Still can't play. You know, and, and it's mainly because of the mandates in New York, New York mm -hmm. right? New York has its city, city, mm -hmm. state mandate. So does California, where we are. Mm -hmm. Um, I just wonder how long that's going to last, you know, in a sense, right? Because they get, they keep giving these people deadlines in order to get vaccinated. Um, and then they keep pushing the, the deadlines back. Like, oh, we're going to give you to the September 30th. Now it's November. Now it's December 18th. And if you don't do it, then they're going to be, they, the people are not complying, right? Yeah. They're pushing back, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not, a, I'm, you know, not on here to talk, I'm anti-vax or anything. I just don't believe you should mandate it for people. Like, people should have some type of control over their own bodies. You know, just like the whole Texas abortion thing, right? If you right. keep letting the government have control over 
your body, they're going to take as much control as they can. As much as you give them, they're going to they keep taking it. Exactly. Right, it's so silly. it's not the, I, I don't think that's why people aren't technically against the vaccine. They're against these mandates, man. Mm -hmm. People are losing their jobs. Aaron Rodgers gets to go back to work today. Literally. Make right. millions. He, he took right. a week off. Yeah, right. make millions, man. But you got the, the yeah. local people in here in our city and counties that either get it or lose their job. And they've been working on it for 10, 15, 20 years, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's what I that's what I'm more upset about. It has nothing to do with the vaccine. Stop messing with people's livelihoods, right? It's a lot of hypocrisy in the whole the mm -hmm. whole like field right now. Everything that's going on is just ridiculous. Like the fact that they spent ten billion dollars. So Biden uh had this vaccine confidence campaign that cost <laughs> ten billion dollars. They paid Ten billion dollars, which I, again I don't understand where this money's going, but ten billion dollars for a vaccine confidence campaign. This is to get people to feel confident and comfortable with taking the vaccine. And it's like, for me, I, you know, like yeah. I said, I'm not anti. I'm, I'm just I'm I'm against again anti-mandate. Anti yeah, anti-mandate. Anti you know what I mean? right. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, like I want to be able to choose what I do with my own body. And in this situation, it just doesn't make any sense. It's it's. We talked about it last time. I don't want to keep like talking about it, but just it being this like false sense of security of like, oh, we're safer now, but that's not the case. And like even and then even like with, with Aaron Rodgers, all this came out because oh, he got COVID, literally, uh, and he only got it. Well, you know, now it's like oh, he's definitely not vaccinated because he got it, but that's not true because people that are vaccinated get it. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Like get it and spread it. Yeah. And yeah. so so like why are we, why are we going in on on him on this and yeah. So whatever. It's it's it's, it's a hot mess. And then spending all that money, that money should be spent on getting people healthier, getting people to make the right choices and things like that. Taking away um, my student loans. Getting people yeah, off the streets, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like, you know what I'm part. saying? About about things that really <laughs> would help people. Like even if you want to help people with you know, not getting COVID teach them how to properly take care of their body. So like all, you know, there's all these studies that came out, um, I have some stuff that I pulled up like from the Griffith University. They had like close to like 375,000 people that they, uh, that they, you know, check with in like 14 countries. So like 95% of the deaths had at least four co comorbidities, right? So 95% mm -hmm. of people that died had four things, at least four things that, uh, you know, contributed to it. So the, the top thing though was high blood pressure. That's the top comorbidity from all the deaths. So it's like, how come all this money wasn't going into telling people like, hey, this is how you can lower your hypertension or this is how you can lower your obesity and diabetes and things like that. But we spend money on, hey, it's okay to get this shot. You know, I, I just saw a video the other day of these kids getting getting the jab and I'm like, this is crazy, man. Like, like how they're like promoting it and pushing it so much. Mm -hmm. But then you got, you know, yeah. stuff like this coming out with Aaron Rodgers and- I mean. You, you you think about you remember that Walgreens campaign that John Legend was doing where he was just making it seem like for like it was basically like geared towards Black America where it's just like we have our shot, this is our opportunity really? and it's like that's, that should have put that ten money billion dollars yeah free healthcare <laughs> in general so people go get exactly. checked up and all that stuff so it's like I I agree I mean it's just all silly to me so then the question is where's the light at the end of the tunnel right because whether you got the jab or you didn't we're still doing the same things we were doing in 2020. Yep. We're about to go in 2022, right? You still, you're still wearing masks. You're still, you know, doing this and that. You're still isolating for 10 days, coming out fine or not coming out fine. I mean, whatever. 
Um, but you're still doing the same thing, right? Whether you got it or not. So as a regular person, then it's like, okay, if I get it, what's going to change? You know, like I still have to wear a mask everywhere I go in the city or the county. Um, I still have to isolate. If I st- I can still test positive, I can still end up in the hospital. What What is really going to get us out of whatever we call this that we're in? Because I don't even call it a no pandemic anymore. Right? No one knows. You know, knows. What, what is it going to take, you know, for you guys? If the government just came out and said, look, this is what we need to do and we'll stop all this crap. You know, like I was listening to something on the way over here, right? And they were talking about Bush. It was a comedian. I think it was Cat Williams or something. George he, W. He said, man, he said, just if they would have just told us the black people the truth, like, look, forget that, uh, whatever they told us. If they would have just said, hey, they got all the oil. We need to go over there and get it. You know, we would have been like, all right, cool. Yeah, we need that gas. Like, we need that oil. Right. Instead of all that, we're about to go free their country and whatever they try to tell us. No, just say they got the oil. We going over here to get. Just tell the fucking truth, man. Like, because I don't see nothing different. We're going into 2022 and what a, a month or two or whatever. Mm-hmm. What's what's going to change? Nothing. There's no there's no light. Everything's yeah. been the same message. So yeah, exactly. I mean, it's for at least another and year. That's what the public wants. We mm-hmm. want that light to see. Okay, we we working our way out of this shit. towards something. I don't understand. I got just this whole mask thing. Just real quick, real quick. What's the pur- what's the purpose of walking inside with your mask on? Then you could take it and off immediately when you're inside. <laughs> I mean, I I don't understand that shit at all. So like, at all. So look. So look. <laughs> what does know, that do? You know, like you go to the sporting events, right? <laughs> I don't get so so Ask a nurse. all the freaking uh, players, right? Let's, yeah. let's use the NBA. Uh, California, be on the right? sidelines. With yeah, mask they've been on. the sideline with a mask on, but you have to be vaccinated in order to play. Right. So is this like part of the publicity? Like, oh, just oh shit, show, the like, players oh, I, I wear a mask. mask. So maybe I, you know, yeah, like my I favorite player has a mask on. I should put mine on man, too. I don't give a shit who no, got one on. That people aren't influenced by that. Like, right. like yeah, used to have oh when the vaccine first came out, they had the president sit there and get his. They had this part. They had celebrities sit there and get theirs. I don't give a shit who you put on TV to get it. Like right. that don't that don't, I'm not that easily influenced. I know a lot of people are. A lot of though. people are sheep. But no, I don't care who you parade on TV or who you get who you pay to say to get it. You know, people need to make their own choices. It's the illusion of safety. We talked about that last time. Like yep. like walking in with your mask, sit down, and then you can take it off once you get to your seat. It's the illusion of safety. Like, oh, we're making everybody feel safe. Don't worry. Everybody has to wear a mask when they you come inside. You can't walk in here unless you have a mask on. <laughs> when you but come no one inside. inside has the mask on. But if you're eating or about? drinking, you can take your mask off. Right. Oh. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> those, All right. Those food particles aren't going to get in. Can I talk about the people that wear their masks in the car by themselves? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I you know your don't car? understand that either. Your car sucking in, you know, it's sucking in the outside air. So they're trying, they trying to stay protected. <laughs> is that what it is? You need to change their but, air. But, but then outside, you don't have to wear a mask. <laughs> I don't. Right. So it's the outside air. So the outside air, it should be the opposite, right? Not indoors, you're okay in my car, but outside, you need to. What? Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. I don't know, man. If it's working, how come it's not working? That's hey, all you I'm know wondering. what? Speaking right. of the jab, though, I seen where they were offering kids like a hundred dollar gift card to get the shot. Or That's part of that ten billion dollars too. The <laughs> fuck? <laughs> like they didn't try it every every avenue to talk to coax people into getting this. Twenty dollars of yogurt land. Come get the jab. <laughs> hey, parents. They parents gonna take that. They parents taking that anyway. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And buy some alcohol with it. <laughs> it's gonna put them at more risk of getting COVID. Exactly. Um, all right, man. We're we going to move on. We talk about this all day. Um, the world needs love. Do you guys feel loved? I love Lamp. 
Yeah, love is important, man. I love lamb. Uh, I guess one of the questions is, is love a feeling or a choice? Right? So we all talk about love or loving someone or being in love or whatever. Is it a feeling? Is it something that you feel or is it a choice you have to make? I think the person who submitted this question should start it off. (laughs) (laughs) Timed response, please. Timed response. (laughs) I need a little more insight on what what this was about. Well... <laughs> what? <laughs> oh shit, get to it, man. Get to it. I mean, you think about like when you're in a relationship with someone and you know feelings are involved, it's like do you make that choice to to take it to the next step or do you just let things happen organically? That's where it kind of stems from. It's like you know how things in your relationship can change over time, people change. You people fall out of love all the time. So that's why I pose the question, is it a choice? that you stay in love, that you stay together for 50, 60, 70 years, or is it a feeling that just continues on and just organically grows? Like, or, or is it a little bit of both? Like, how do you look at it? It's both to me. I'll look at it both. I'll, I'll, I'll go first then, I guess. Um, it's both. Um, yeah, love is organic. You should love person, feelings, blah, 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 blah. But, but I'm choosing to love you for who you are, right? Like, that's not always organic. That's like, I'm choosing to deal with your bullshit. You're choosing to deal with my bullshit. We're bullshitting together, so that's a choice, right? You're choosing to stay with someone forever long, it may be. I'm choosing to love you. I'm choosing to take you for who you are. Yeah, it can be organic, but at some point, that organic shit dies off. And at that point, you're like, all right, you are who you are. I am who I am. Now I'm choosing to deal with you one way or another. Good, bad, or different, right? Right. So I look at it as both. Now, if you're not in a relationship, meaning you're not married, that's what I call it. married, either married or young married, right? So I guess if you're not married, you're single technically. That's how I look at it. Technically. Whatever that, technically. yeah, by, by, by taxes, lay in the law, taxes, all that shit. It's a choice. Yeah, it can be a choice it. as a single person. I mean, you can like, there's levels of love too, right? Like yep. I love you like as a friend. I love you for who you are and, and what you provide me as whatever it is, tangible or not tangible, whatever. And then there's the other aspect of love where it's just like, oh, I'm in love with you, but why are you in love with me? About for right. what? Right. Oh, it's because you how you make me feel. You do this and that. And it's just like, right. uh, what does that mean? I hate that question, by the way. No shade to whoever. Love or in love? Yeah, like, right. why do you love What's, me? Right. I'm like, because I do. I think what you what? That was, that, <laughs> you, was, you, that was one of my next questions was, was, has anyone ever asked, do you love me? Like, oh, you know what I yeah. mean? And then, and, and, and like, has someone ever told you that they love you and you didn't know what to say back? Like I, that's happened to me. Oh yeah. yeah. What what my what my current wife of thirteen years now that happened with me the very yeah. first time she said I love you I was like, oh, for real? Do you don't love me I was back? Like nice. <laughs> I was just like, thanks. Sweet. I didn't know what to say because because yeah. I, I didn't want to say it back because I didn't know if that's really what I felt or you what, you know right. what I mean? like, you weren't ready. Yet. I wasn't ready to say I love you. Like I don't right. I don't know. It's, I like it, you. We're right. cool. Right. But do I love you? I I don't know. Right. And so, like, we talk about it to this day. Like, it's a, it's a joke to this day. But I remember thinking in my head, like, I'm not about to say this shit because I don't know what else is going to bring with it. Yeah, you can't play with that yeah, word. And people yeah. throw it, toss that love word around so it's much. It's a serious thing. And, you know, I get people, they define it different. They define their relationships. They define their situationships, whatever you want to call it, based off that word love, right? right? And what it means. And it means differently to everybody. Like, 
that's when it comes down to like if y'all not on the same page of what love is to begin with then you're always going to have that disconnect when it comes down to saying oh i love you or i don't love you right so right uh, no nah, i i think i think it is both though i think it, it has to be organic and it has to be a choice at the same time right and both of them can't die off like right you know you have to especially if it's gonna if it's gonna last um you want to keep choosing to love that person every day mm-hmm. and it has to be that organic side to where it just comes like naturally like you wake up you look at that person you know your significant other whatever and just like i just love them for who they are and what they provide to me and i don't mean just providing you something physically just the feeling that they provide to you at the same time uh so i think it has to be a little bit of both but at the same time in today's society i feel like the word love isn't used enough right you know that's true uh, I feel like people are, in the even, right if, way. even mm-hmm. if it is used, it's not used correctly. Right. Um, so, you know, it's okay. To, and, and as Roy mentioned, like you you know, to, you love everybody differently, right? Like your significant other, your parents, your boys, your girls, whatever, you know. But if you love these people, you know, it's okay to let them know, you know, without feeling like, damn, I'm going to look kind of funny, like how you mentioned in your story, by saying, like telling somebody that you love them, you know, in the moment. Because life is too short, you know, yeah. to not, not let the people know why you're here that you love them, you know, regardless. So, yeah, showing, showing love is not a sign of weakness. And I think that happens a lot with men showing that side of affection and and just saying, I love you. Right. I struggle right. with that. I'm not going to lie. I struggle with that. Just saying that because for me, it's like, well, what does that really mean? What like how does how do I identify with love? It changes day to day. It's not the same every day. It doesn't mean that's bad. Are, are good, bad, or indifferent, but it's different every day. So when you say it, it's almost like, all right, I feel like, damn, I got to come with the definition of what that means. What do you mean by love? No, I just love you. I can't just love you? Nah. What does that mean? Why do you love me? Yeah. But it's okay to ask, like, so for example, with my kids, right, I'll ask them, you know, because they'll, they'll automatically say it, like, oh, I love you, dad. So I'll ask them, what does that mean to you? Because I want to know what that means to them when I they say I want some it. money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but still, like, you know, are they taught, like, what that actually means? Or yeah. is it just a feeling to them? Like, you know, I just love my parents. You know, because, you know, like, my own mom, I tell her I love her. You know, so, but I know what I mean when I say that to her. All you right. know, so I want to make sure they know what they what it means to say that to your parents. And be able to differentiate, you know, between, like, okay. Because they're going to get to the age where they start liking and loving girls, you know, or whatever. Oh. So you mm. want you want to make sure that they uh not ready for that. Yes, yeah, man. man. These kids start young nowadays, man. boy. You better you better get ready, and you got a daughter too. So yeah, that's even worse. Hey, you got two daughters over there. Got so. two. Yes, yeah, yeah, but yeah, man. I, you know, I definitely feel like you know you you. It's important. It's an important part of life, right? To experience, um, love like real all all areas of it. Like, yeah. Your, true your love, significant sure. other, yeah. you know, being in love, which is totally different from just loving, mm-hmm. you know, all that, you know, and just, you know, once you have done it, then you kind of know like, okay, yeah, this is what it feels like. Or I want to keep experiencing that. It's organic. Or now that I found that person, I'll just choose to love. Then I want to keep choosing to love this person every day. You know, Love you guys. Yeah, whatever. I, I love you too, <laughs> guys. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Big group hug. Yeah, man. You know, hug, hug it, it out, dog. Hey, don't touch out. me. Y'all might got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> love God, cures all. God is love, man. God, God is love. love. You know what I'm saying? We we reciprocate the love that we feel that we get. You know what I mean? Whether if you feel like you loved by God, you feel like you loved, and you'll be able to reciprocate that love to other people. 
And that's like going back to your point, like people, I feel like it's not, it's not expressed enough. Right. Um, you know, we're getting older too, especially, I mean, obviously like parents, like older people, things like that, but just in general, man, I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of, a lot of issues we got in this entire world can be solved through love. You know what I mean? But again, it's just being misused and used the wrong way. But, uh, but yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And you also got to experience some side of heartbreak too to know what love is. Yeah, true. That's how you gotta, gotta go through life. You gotta That's be how heartbroken. You gotta go through That's both the way you better identify what real love is. You gotta be you gotta be heartbroken at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agree. I always lose as a sign, red flag. You never get heartbroken? Nah, I never. Have. I'm like oh, mm-hmm. running from hell. <laughs> yep. Liar. Lies. Right. <laughs> Hardened hearts. All right, man. Um, speaking of love, well, people needing love and showing love and. How love can solve a lot of issues. We got a lot of uh, crazy stuff that happened last year with all the, you know, civil unrest and all that kind of stuff. And right now we have the trials going on um, with Kyle Rittenhouse and Ahmaud Arbery. So I'm assuming all our listeners probably know, you know, about everything. But quick recap: Kyle Rittenhouse was charged with homicide. He shot and killed two guys: uh, Joseph Rosenbaum, Anthony Huber, wounded another man, Gage. Gross Kruitz, who was a licensed paramedic, uh, but that was in the unrest uh, in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and it was following the police shooting of Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake was the one that got shot in the back like seven times. So there was a lot of unrest, rioting going on and all that kind of stuff. Um, And then obviously with uh, Ahmad Arbery, he was a 25-year-old man, black man, running, going on a jog. He was followed by two white men, Travis McMichael, his father, Gregory McMichael, they were armed in a truck, and then there was another guy, William Bryan, who was following, recording on his phone. Uh, ended up being a confrontation. The the son Travis shot him. Uh, this was in Brunswick in Glen County, Georgia. And their argument was that he was a, a suspected burglar because he ran through a home that was under construction multiple times over the course of like several months. Right, this particular time happened to cost him his life. And you know, right now, a whole year and some change later. Uh, they're finally, you know, standing trial. And we've been seeing a lot of, like, clips in the news of these dudes. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse fake crying on the stand. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if y'all saw that clip, man. I'm like, I didn't see yeah. not one tear. He was squeezing his eyes so hard to try to get a tear to come out. Um, and then, uh, I, you know, it's just it's just crazy watching these trials and uh, just kind of reflecting on everything that's going on right now, right? We're dealing with COVID and vaccine. It's all everybody talks about, but like all this stuff happened not that long ago. And it was in the middle of all of this stuff that was going on. Um, so it's just crazy, man. I just want to get y'all, y'all thoughts on, on these trials and, and what's been happening. You know, so the most, one of the most recent updates about it is uh, the governor has sent the national guard there. Right. Uh, I think they had closing arguments on Friday or something like that. So it should be going to the jury soon. For which um, one? Uh, Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. I'm talking about Rittenhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to hear that the governor sent the National Guard, you know, I, it automatically makes me feel like the verdict is not going to go the way people think. Yeah. Um, so they're already preparing for unrest, right? Um, so the story, I, don't, I forgot how young this, this, this young man is. 17. 17, 17, 17 at the time. 17, 17. His mom drove him across town, country. 21, 21 miles. It's 21 miles. That's it, 21 miles? Yeah. Uh, oh, well, she drove him over there with Antioch, the, Illinois mm-hmm. to Kenosha, Wisconsin. I mean, it's a different state. But yeah. But, you know, okay, 21 miles with an assault rifle. Dropped him off. You know, herself. She was out there, too. 
He killed two not black people. He killed yeah. two white dudes and, right. and injured another. And, and and, 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 I mean, and it's on video. I don't. I just don't get it, man. Like, <laughs> why are we at trial? Yeah, it, <laughs> right. it's on video. Him killing. I mean, yeah. So I was watching it because I, I was just watching it, the coverage of it. And you know, of course, they're saying oh, he was assaulted first, and that's why he shot. Um, but it's on video. You killing these two people and running off. The police didn't do nothing. You know, he was just out there running around with an assault rifle. And he says he was going to protect the businesses from looting and protesters. Yeah, that was but his, he, that but was he his doesn't, job. He doesn't even live there. He lied no, he about being an EMT too, didn't he, or something like that? He I'm doesn't even sure. live there. Yeah. So you, who asked you to come protect anything? I know he had like you a know? tourniquet or something. He, he brought like he brought a weapon <laughs> and also like a tourniquet to, to to help, I guess, somebody if they got injured. I'm like, so what are you doing? <laughs> Which one are you doing? Are you coming to help? Or are you coming to shoot? Or whatever? Man, like, you know, what's the... Don't be surprised, man, when that verdict doesn't go right. His yeah. mom dropped him off, though. That's crazy. Yeah, she was yeah. still out there. I mean, right. she was out there. I think she was armed, too. Right. That's, that's and apparently, I don't, I've heard, like, different stories that somebody said that he got the gun from someone else, that he didn't come with it, no, or no. whatever the case may be. But regardless, the matter. fact is, you went out there with intentions. Bad intentions. Yeah, yeah to do something. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. I'm, I'm going, I'm going to go all the way this far to protect these businesses from looters like in in a in a town that you don't even live in right Right. you don't show up with no ar you came with with the intention to do something (laughs) crazy so so this this sums it up this sums up the entire thing right so one of the lawyers for uh kyle rittenhouse uh one of the attorneys john pierce who i guess is no longer on the on the trial or doesn't represent him anymore so this is last year on twitter he said that kyle rittenhouse is a minute man protecting his community when the government would not Right. So, you know, minute man back in the day, like in, in the wars was, you know, somebody ready at a minute's notice or whatever. Yeah. And then doubled down and says more, more American men should fulfill their duty. And he is a shining example of the American fighting spirit. This is after <coughs> this happened. This is what, this is what this man is saying about That's him. not shocking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, which is, it's just, it's crazy, man. And, and so which further fuels like, people like him that yeah. did that kind of thing to be like, yeah, we do. We need to stand up. And like, what what well, are you really standing up for? Also the whole thing where like, where I feel it just gets thrown out is when he says he, he felt threatened, you're showing up with an assault rifle. What do you think people are going to do? They're just going right. to look at you and shake your hand. What do you get chased with a skateboard or something? Or yeah. Something? Yeah. Well, the dude's yeah. trying to you take have an AR and I got yeah. a skateboard. Right. And you like felt like by you me. got an assault <laughs> rifle and you feel threatened. Like you, you think about it, even in those stand your ground States, they, they would, this wouldn't even fly. Cause it's like, it just doesn't make any sense. It's like you're saying, I feel threatened, so I'm just going to kill some people, and I'm trying to protect this community where I live in a whole other state. Like it's it's just it's just asinine, and and the way, like you said, why is it? Why are we even in trial? Why are we even oh, going through all shit. this? Did he say asinine? This guy used a ten dollar word today. I did. Right. It's a great oh, word. I know, man. It's an SAT word. Spell man. it. Spell it. Ass. Yes. Ass. <laughs> He's in the right context. Yeah, no, 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 no. I know he did. <laughs> one, one of the, the one of the images you, that that st- <laughs> one of the images stands out to me. I remember watching this on on the news when it was happening. Uh, my wife and I were both watching, and the police officers were throwing water bottles out to the to these guys, yeah. to the guys that were out mm-hmm. there protecting, being mm-hmm. the Minutemen. Police officers were throwing them water bottles, like guys, stay hydrated out here. Like I was like, wait, what, what is what exactly is happening right yeah. now? Like, you know, it's just, it's, yeah. and it's crazy because, you know, right now, you know, we're not in this period of civil unrest anymore, 
but this really was not that long ago. Oh, it's around the corner, you know what I'm man. Saying? Oh, it's, it's still it, here. If that um, yeah. if the verdicts don't go, people gonna start rising up again. It's going in other states too, like like it always has been. But then let's not let's not get lost on Ahmad, right? So Ahmad, yeah, I know he was jogging. Um, he stopped by this house under construction multiple times. I mean, it's yeah. on video, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not even alive to tell what he stopped there for. Um, so I've caught coverage of that trial too. So on the video, you have multiple people stopping at that house on multiple different occasions. Kids, you just all type of people like, oh, just open house, like right. the door. There was no door. There was no garage door. There was nothing to keep people out of the house. Yep. Um, so on videos, multiple people stopping there. Um, neighbor called nine one one. It, it, it's just crazy, man. Like to get, you know, just to see the video of him getting chased down, just to hear the testimony of how they chased him down, uh, cornered him, shot him, stood over him, shot him again. It, it's just bananas, man. Just, you know, imagining ha- living in that state, going through that. Um, but, you know, you, you, me personally, I don't have any faith in um, the justice system, man. It, it's kind of crazy because I'm like not hoping for anything good to come out of this because we've been let down so many times, you know, as far as mm-hmm. – you know what can happen or what's gonna happen or whatnot. So I just hope people don't act up, man. That's just, I mean, someone's not gonna like the decision one way or another, right? right? So you know, it's just a matter of how are people gonna react to it. And I just hope people don't don't wild out like they did before, man. Because then it's like becomes a whole another situation, a whole another ordeal we gotta deal with. We're talking about okay, you know, community damage and all this other stuff, and it's just like like you said, it's, the justice system sucks. It's trash. It's been trash forever, right? So, either way it goes, some something's gonna happen. We just hope that people act accordingly, or you know, yeah. don't act accordingly. But at the same time, it's like, hey, be understanding. Just know that, all right. You may not like what happened, but that ain't got nothing to do with me, right. or nothing right. to do with right. my my environment, where I live, how I go about my life in my community. So right. it's like, be mindful of those things. You can protest, but you don't have to go around and start. All right, well, let me start doing this and rioting and, and damaging the area where you live because you don't like something that happened that right. you have no control over. Right. But you remember, I forgot which situation that was. It might have been uh, the uh, George Floyd situation yeah. where they put people in the crowd to do the damage. Yeah. yeah. yeah it did. wasn't the protesters. It Not was pe- it was the mm-hmm. protesters pointing out people like, hey, stop. Like, stop tearing up stuff. Right, like, right. We're out here marching and you breaking glass. Right. You know, so don't always think it's the protesters. Like, you know, the people have the right That's to protest. but. Yeah. You know, yeah, I don't think they're purposely trying to destroy their yeah. nah, their cities and towns. They just want to be heard, man. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you know, and regardless, these verdicts never go the right way. I won't say hardly ever go the right way. So people are like, dude, you're not hearing us. Like, we're trying to tell you, like, situations that are on tape. George Floyd was on tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got they got him. They got the officer who, you know, who did it. Um, Jacob Blake was on tape. Mm-hmm. That guy's back at work. That guy who shot him seven times is back at work, that's and crazy. that's on video. You know what, what kind of sense does that make? The the other guy on tape. But see, everybody's using fear, right? So like the perception of like fear and his view of being threatened is like it's it's heavily based on race. Like you know what I mean? Like regardless, every, everything that we've seen, it's I, I was afraid for my life, or I was in fear, or whatever. And and a lot of times, it's it's greatly based on the race of the person that they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Right. And we've seen this play out multiple times over and over and over again. Uh, and, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't see a way out of that. Like, I don't, I don't see how that changes 
I mean, we talk about love and loving each other and all that kind of stuff. Like, I don't see how that changes. You know what I mean? Just because there's right. so many people that are raising their kids with the same beliefs and the mm-hmm. same systems of thought that got them in the position that they feel, where they feel threatened by this black man walking right. down the street. As, you know, we've, I'm, I'm pretty sure we've all seen it, you know, be, you know, and being a wealthy neighborhood or somewhere and nice or, or even just a nice area, somebody's walking by. You get that you look. Yeah, you get the look, you get the clutched purse, you get the, you know, the move to the side, the mm-hmm. eyeballs, like, you know, it's, it's, it's just crazy, man. And it's, it's something that's, that's passed down. You think about um, in, in certain areas, and if you talk to people in law enforcement, I know you have family in law enforcement, and we all know people that are in law enforcement, and they'll give you like a clear definition of what being threatened is, like physical harm coming to you before you can actually fight back or shoot somebody. Like somebody literally has to be in your house, in your property. Like a lot of this stuff can be avoided if people just, you know, I mean, a lot of stuff has been implanted in people's brains, like you said, for years, and you can't really escape it. And, you know, part of it is people not growing up in diverse neighborhoods, people not seeing people that look like them in these opportunities, people not giving, giving those opportunities. And a lot of that has to change. I mean, like you said, like we talked about loving each other, and, and that goes across the board. It's not just loving a man and a woman loving each other, but everyone loving each other, like everyone having that common courtesy to say you're a human being we're all the same race in a sense jackie moon said it best everybody love everybody jackie moon jackie moon yeah man well you know at the end of the day i hope you know these uh verdicts come out where you know we get some sense of justice but like like i said i'm not i'm not confident in it Never, I'm never confident in it because I'm always, I'm, I'm always gonna feel like I'm gonna get let down. So yep, I try not to. For the worst. Yeah, I try not to. Hope for uh, the best. Be that optimistic. <laughs> right. Well, hopefully, man. We'll see. Time be, will tell. Be positive. Right. <laughs> I, I put a random thought on the table. I'm convers- You know, I have, I have like, I'm a conversationalist. What? <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's a thing. Extra I'm S's a, in there. I'm a conversationalist, <laughs> so I have conversations with people, right? So having a conversation, right, with somebody um, a while back, and we were talking about second, third chances, right, and we're talking about relationships here. So, and I think so. I'm gonna pose this question, to you guys, and it goes for male and female, right? So, should a person, should a person, male or female, with children, be given a second chance? And when I say this, so you're single. You maybe have one, two, three kids, right? You know, your relationship didn't work out. You know, should people not date you because you have kids? Oh, so baggage. I'm talking about dating people sure. with yeah. kids. Dating, people marrying, baggage. you know, moving on. You got kids, mm-hmm. you know? So in this conversation I was having, it was, oh, I wouldn't date a man with kids. And I'm like, okay, so, you know, well, or I wouldn't date a woman with kids. So, for example, you know, if you are married 10 years, you know, that Unfortunately, didn't work out. You guys had a few kids, so you just live your the rest of your life single. Is that fair to you and and whatnot? So that's that's the question I'm posing. Second chances, you know, dating someone with, as Roy said, baggage. <laughs> Is that something? Is that okay? I think honestly, at the age that we're getting to, right, it should be expected. Very, <laughs> it's very <laughs> unlikely at this right. point. You're that shortening your list a lot. Yeah, if you're single right now, then. <laughs> Right. You probably chances are your dating pool. Somebody's majority of people are either going to have kids or or you know or be on or want to have kids. Whatever or if the they case didn't, be, they've so. been married possibly too. Yeah, so I feel like it's it's 
I don't know if it's a second chance thing. It's more just like this is this is this is what life is. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I got a lot of yeah. I got a lot of female friends that won't date a dude that has kids or don't want to be involved with a dude that has kids. And I I tell them that same stuff. I'm like, well, you know, you cut out like half your options right. off top. Right. What's like, their okay? Top. What's their reasoning? Oh, I want the you know I want the the I want to be the first the you know the, I'm like wait first what like. <laughs> I want us to have our first kid together. And I'm all like, uh, you, you worrying about the wrong shit soon. right now. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> or baby mama drama. You know so, so are these, these, these women you mentioned, are they single? Yes, they are. Okay, exactly. Okay. Yes, they are. I just want, because like you said, they're, they're cutting their, right. their pool down, yeah. right? Yeah, I think it's okay. I mean, it, my thing has always been like, um, being that guy, I don't have any kids. So that you I know speak, of. Right. That <laughs> that I know of, damn, but damn, damn Kev. Damn. Uh, <laughs> I ignore, I'm gonna mis- mis- pretend that didn't happen. Um, I think it's one of those situations where, as long as you guys have an understanding, meaning that, let's say, if it's a male or female, baby father, baby, baby mom, whatever, they taking care of their shit, they taking care of their business. It's you know, it's no drama with that. What's the point? Like, it's it's, it's fine. Like, yeah. you should welcome that. Yeah. Like, and if. The thing that, you know, the bad thing about it is just that I think sometimes people, like, they don't want to do it because they don't want to become, like, the secondary back burner person. Like, the kid's the priority, which they should be. But then it's like, well, where do I fit in in this? You know? That's a good point you brought up, right? So, yeah. so I don't think your kid is a priority. Yeah, and I, and I bring this not up. Marriage. I bring, yeah, not in marriage. So can't I, be, oh, I'm listening because I, 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 yeah. I bring this up. I bring this up because I went to therapy on this, right? Okay. So they, they talked about the leaving and cleaving, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, and, you know, your priority is your spouse. Right. The kids are secondary. Right. But I think in a lot of relationships, it's mixed it's around, it's flipped. which the causes reversed. the relationship mm-hmm. not to work out because mm-hmm. one parent or both parents are focused on the kids and not each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so if somebody thinks that way, like, oh, I don't want to be secondary to the kids. Like, no, like, that's not how I mean you, and this goes back to what we talked about earlier about love. You have a different level or set of love for your children that you would have for your spouse, right? right. Um, you should. But far too often, and far too often, I know people who, especially women, who put their kids before everything. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're dating their boyfriends, their whoever they're dealing with. Their kids come first, and then they get older, and they're like, "Oh shoot, I want to be in a relationship." Well, you spent the last 18 years focused on your kids. Putting all your energy right. on your kids. You know, which is okay to a sense, but, you know, every man that tried to come in the picture had to compete with your kids because that's that was your main priority. So you never left yourself open to dating. Yeah. Mm. But, you know, you say you had a lot, a lot on no, that. I, I mean, I feel like mm. it's, it's hard. It's different being single, right? Being single, having kids, at least from what my perspective, uh, you're going to put your kids first, right? Because you're worried about somebody coming in and, and wrecking, you know, your whole... Your foundation. Right. Yeah, everything that you got going on. So right. I understand, like, being protective. But in marriage, at least, you know, obviously in my experience, like, it doesn't work putting your kids first, right? Because somebody's going to feel left out, right? Mm-hmm. So either the wife or the husband or whatever, at some point is going to feel like, I'm not getting what I need because all the energy is going to the kids, right? Um, so, you know, I, like I said, we, you know, my wife and I have been through it. I, I got some of the most profound advice uh i'm gonna call her uh prophetess jaslyn she told me fuck them kids <laughs> jordan fuck them fuck kids, them kids. <laughs> like dead, dead serious right and, and, and it sounds it sounds harsh 
it sounds mean or whatever, but like that's it's some true, it's at, true at the end of the day yeah. when it's like, hey man, you know we need to go take a trip or you know we do something as 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 a husband and wife. We need, to, we need to go do, do spend some time together. I don't right. let the kids, man, fuck them kids. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and not yeah. not in a way like you know I don't care about them or whatever, but it's one of the things where like I have to prioritize myself and my marriage because if we're not doing what we're supposed to do in our marriage and we're not happy. It's gonna affect kids the are kids smart, too. man. Yeah, kids see all of that. They you know, know what I mean? The kids then, know, man. Yeah, yeah, that's they, they see it. They can feel it. Yeah. They can feel it and everything. So, so if they know that, I also want to model that for my kids. So, mm-hmm. like, when my kids get in a relationship, I want them to understand, like, you and your husband or wife, like, you guys got to put put each other first too. You right. know what I mean? In order to be healthy for your kids, and then uh, our kids are gonna grow up, and then they're gonna be gone. They're gonna be living their own life or whatever, and then we. And then you what know, do you do for the next? Yeah, and then what years? do you do now yeah. after you put all your energy into yeah. into into your kids and, and solely? Yeah, and, right. and then now it's you may late. not even like each other. It's you know what I'm saying? Like you may right. be like, oh, man, I don't even <laughs> I like mean, you that much. I mean, kids like like and, and you can and I'm, all of us can speak to this as far as like the the dynamic that kids changes your relationship. Rob, you you had you were married and then you had kids after that. JT, you you had kids and 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 then you were married and whatnot. And it's kids just change the dynamic of the relationship and it really tests the relationship. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I love my kids. They, they tested my relationships. But like you said, you got to be able to separate the two. Like JT said, you got to separate the love that you have for your kids versus the love that you have for your spouse. And if you can't do that, it's not going to work. And the, like you said, the kids are going to see it. You guys are going to be at each other's throats. And then what is that happy space, that happy place that you have to come back to? You don't have it. Right. And if you don't have that, then yeah, yeah, like you said, when the kids are out of the house, y'all gonna be like, all right, I'm out of here. I'll see you. I don't know yeah. what the stats are, but I know there's like some stats of people after who kids after house. kids leave the house and yeah. then people get divorced. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because yeah. they were just putting on that facade, like but, for that time. But period. it's not really a facade because the kids know, man. Like the right. kids don't come out You're and right. say it, but they smart as hell. Like they kids know, are smart. Like, yeah. They know like mom and dad ain't getting along, right. or they don't vibe or whatever, man. Right. They, they see that. They just are kids, so they stay in their place. Right. All right. And, um. So and I've seen it happen, like like Rob said, a lot of relationships where people just try to stay around and make it work for the kids, and not realizing that the kids freaking know what's going on, man. Like right. they'll be happier if you guys aren't together, you know, right. because they hate, you know, when they when the two parents go in that room and close the door, they know mm. they in there butting heads, yeah. yelling, you know, yeah. or whatever. Ain't nothing wrong with two Christmases. Ain't nothing wrong with two. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, you know. Two, two Christmases, two houses, all that. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with just just <laughs> my being happy, man. This. Like, because if, if you're not happy, if you're not happy, they not happy, right? Guaranteed. Because exactly. that happy, energy yeah. trickles down to them, yeah. right? I think also going back to what you were saying with um, JT, with uh, people being like how they're feeling about like dating people with kids and different things like that. Um, you can't really. You can't, number one, like I said, it shortens your list by a lot. If you get to a certain age, you know, we're all in our late thirties, you know, you, you're going to be going into your forties. How many people you think don't have kids? It's a lot of situations. And you may even be looking at people like, you know, why don't you have kids or why didn't you go through a certain situation or different things like that? Those are also preconceived notions on the other side. So when you look at it like that, it's like, you can't really, you can't block your blessings is what I'm essentially saying. Like somebody that could have a previous relationship, stuff didn't work out. If they don't have a toxic relationship with their ex where they're actually co-parenting, they're mm-hmm. getting along, the right. kids are happy, you know, because relationships, they're all not going to work out. Yep. 
but it's the way it's what what you teach your kids by you know co-parenting with that other person and stuff is not going to be perfect it's always going to be some issues there's always going to be some awkwardness when you're dealing with other people's kids but if like you said if if they're able to separate the love that they have for you coming into that new relationship or not love in the moment it's going to grow into that the caring or whatever and you know that's a that's a big thing and you can't like you said like i said you can't block your blessings by being like single-minded and simple-minded with that because you'll fuck around and be alone forever sometimes, don't block your blessings sometimes in bad relationships be the one that turn you around and make you the the catch yeah you know what i mean you be, learn. The, be, be the one that they are looking out for like oh man this dude got his head right or this girl got his head right you know that heartache is the the heartbreak and stuff we talked about earlier like mm-hmm. that's the stuff that makes you into who you really should be your need to be mm-hmm. uh, you so really start living bad relationships I mean, you yeah start living your life yeah. it's just funny just to hear like people's perspectives on what that means like it's different for everybody everybody like there's people like i said i know people that are just steadfast on nope this is how it's going to be this is how it right. has to happen i'm like and that's this is 20 years ago you thought that now it's 20 yeah. years later and you stay on the same position and like, still single right and nothing has changed you like you're gonna keep doing that same mentality oh no i'm waiting god's gonna bless me uh, look you've been stopping your blessings because you've been in this narrow mindset of just no it has to be this way I got to have this guy doing this. He has to be like this. And he can't have any kids. He can't have it. I'm like, now what? Right. <laughs> Where you at now? How's it working? I don't know if y'all know uh, Pastor Michael Todd, Transformation Church, whatever. But mm-hmm. one of his mm-hmm. things is rip up your list. Right. And that was like one of his like sermon, sermon series, like rip up your list. Like there's so many people who have this long list mm-hmm. that they think that this has to go this way. Mm-hmm. And then I need a man mm-hmm. that has this and a girl that. Right. That, that ain't it you know what i mean like you, you, you don't life. know yeah you don't you don't know who might be the right person for you and uh it may not be your ideal what you've envisioned in your head or what you think it might be that might be in, that might not be in your best interest for right. your future and your life and your you know your livelihood and things that you want to do in the future like yeah. it's just it's, it's like you holding something against them that has nothing to do with you yeah like yeah. that has nothing yeah. to do with you you wasn't even yeah. around when that happened so right. How you gonna hold that against that well, person? But then it could be you. That's yeah. that, so that's how I pose I pose it to other people, right? right? So you know, if if it's you, you're the person with kids. Mm-hmm. You know, you're that woman with two kids, and you spent your whole ten years saying I'm not dating anybody with kids, and now you're that person in that predicament. Yeah, you got kids. So what does that mean? Like the next man shouldn't come. Like oh, she got kids. I'm not dealing with her. Now I don't want to do her. She got kids. Well, you've been saying that for ten years, so. The man should be able to say that too. Oh, it don't work. It don't work that way. It don't work that way. That is not how it works. But that's but yeah. how you got to be able to turn it around, right. you know, to kind of see <laughs> yeah. another perspective. Yeah, I agree. True that. Double standard. True that. All right, man. We're gonna wrap this thing up. Uh, it was good, man. We'll be back at it again. Every two weeks. That's the plan, right? Is that yeah, what we doing? Every two weeks. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So. Are we gonna Next. miss? Uh, yeah, y'all never set up the little Friendsgiving thing. I ain't gonna say nothing. That's, no, is that, Thanksgiving is on is the twenty fifth. Is it at your house, James? Yeah, y'all. y'all yeah, we doing Friendsgiving or what? About, y'all cry about driving to my house, so I just it. ain't having it. In my I, mean, house. I got a day off, so it's fine the next day. <laughs> I'll drive to your house. Mm. I'm off that day. All right, party we'll at JT's out. house. Thanks, James. Yeah, I think about it. Thanks, Doc. Mm-hmm. We'll see you there. You I cook. gotta check out. Make sure, make sure you got food for us. I you gotta cook. check out hey, my property cooking? manager. Drinking up all your shit. <laughs> <laughs> gotta check with the property manager. I'll let y'all know. All your shit. The property manager. <laughs>
we are officially on everything apple podcast spotify google podcast and everywhere that you catch your podcast so make sure you guys subscribe uh and stay tuned in and we'll catch y'all on the next one peace out bye, bye.